Welcome back to another episode of Kilted Balls. I think we are getting close to our one year anniversary. That is awesome. Yes, we are. Right? It's 621. I was um just getting ready to get started into crypto right now. So we yeah. are not even one year in. Um me personally, kilted balls is not um b- b- not a year old yet, right? Nope. We were talking about recording, but we did yes. not record till I think mid mid July. Mid July. Right? It was after Cherry Fest. We hoped mm-hmm. to do our first episode um at the july 4th week but that's where we started minting i started minting because mm-hmm. my first mint was that time yeah. period so we did have some awesome combos that weekend though which we still awesome. we still bring up yes they still come up all the time and it's interesting mm-hmm. um how much we've learned in that year it's crazy and you know what's great is that I'm still learning the same lessons over and over again. So, Well, you know, you like that. You like that. I've got to say, being around you for a long time, it is your MO to um, try something 20 times before you learn the listen, lesson. Listen to teachers, really. Right. Anything, whatever it is. <laughs> Like 20 times, then you're like, yeah, yeah, I got it now. You will be proud. I set a stop loss and a sell order today. No. I did. I got stopped out. (laughs) (laughs) But that's fine. It it was a little, it was a little, it was one of them. And we've talked, you and I have talked about this, not much on the show. But when I wake up in the morning and I have a feeling you, you are much, you've spent more time listening to your intuition than I have. I spent many, 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 many years fighting my intuition. Like, like something pops in my head, grab a jacket today. I'm like, I don't need a jacket today. And then I freeze, <laughs> so, you know, where you're much better at that. And it was an intuition I had this morning. And I was like, you know what, this is, I was looking at the charts and it looked like Bitcoin was going to drop a bit. So I just took a, I took a short out and, but I set all my, I set all my stuff and I lost 27 bucks. So it wasn't, I didn't put in too much, but it, it skyrocketed. <laughs> so in that same time frame, if I would have taken along, I would have made so much money. So not a future, you were doing the token. No, I did a 10, I can't remember oh, you if did I did a 10 or 16. Future. Yeah, but I set everything up. But so, then I got into the Solana short that crypto uh, life was talking about. So I started trading again last Friday. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not even been a week. So for those of you who've been follow or who haven't been following the show, I took a break. Um, besides getting liquidated a few times, which is never a good feeling, um, it was more that I could not devote the mental time um, before now. And so now I felt okay. I can start spending some time looking at charts looking at patterns, developing my intuition mm-hmm. and kind of going with that. So I started Friday and here's the interesting thing about my Friday and speaking about intuition, I, I started small. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going big. I'm going to start small. So I put 200 bucks in, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> KuCoin now originally 
for people, if you didn't pay attention to earlier episodes, it was really hard for me to get money in KuCoin. KuCoin. Now it's easy. So I dropped in 200. You know, it was too easy, honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, okay, let's let's do something. And I'm like looking at futures because that's really exciting. And we've talked about how it's such a gamble because Wix will liquidate you, which is what has happened to me. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, okay, what, what do I see? What do I see? And I think it was Bitcoin I was looking at. And I was like, that's going to happen. It's going to happen. I need, I need to do the hundred X. I'm looking at the minutes and I can't, <laughs> I can't get the pattern, right? Like I couldn't. And I told you before, I don't <sighs> want to go if I can't figure out the pattern. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like sitting there and I'm trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. And I'm like, I can't do it, but I have so much confidence. Mm -hmm. My intuition was screaming at me that it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, but I can't do it. And then I'm like, oh, I'm an idiot. There's three S's and three L's. Mm -hmm. Which so, is so nice. So instead I pulled the token because I'm like, okay, now I don't have any, I, I mean, there's still risk. Don't, yes. don't get me wrong. Yes. There's still risk, but it's, um, it's not the same risk, right? Mm -hmm. Because they, they like longs are my favorites right now. So a month or two ago, shorts were my favorite, but now longs are my favorite because I'm like, okay, I know, I know it's going back up. Right. Mm -hmm. So eventually it's going up so I can hold a long all day forever. And there's no risk. And there is a risk if you do the futures because of the wicks, right? You can get liquidated. Yep. Yep. But with the three L token, you're not going to get liquidated and it's mm -hmm. eventually going to go up and you're, you're going to be fine. Yeah. It's my, my belief, but even with shorts, those make me nervous, but I still feel more comfortable. I have a short right now that I talked about, man, I should get out of it. But anyway, so that was the big change I did is I'm like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take the risk right now. The market's too crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to do that. And so I didn't. And I think on that I made, I don't know, 15%. So I only did 150. That's the other thing. I didn't do my full 200. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to go all in either. I'm going to be nice and careful yeah. and, and be chill, <laughs> if you will. Mm -hmm. And so I think what I did was like a Bitcoin 3S, maybe. I can't remember even. Nice. You know, and I made my like 15 bucks. And I think I did a Solana 3S as mm -hmm. well. Um, both with a lot of influence from Lifer about what was going to happen. Yep. Um, and he was wrong on the Solana, FYI. But um, it so did go I, up a bit. It was weird. Yeah. Yes. But so, so much has been people are really thinking it's going to zero. That's the weird part. Yeah. So I don't know. I was just looking at it right here. So I, I guess to go to that, what you're talking about. So just that if anyone's going to try the tokens, I've heard that there can be issues with them. Lifer suggests only doing them like short time frames. I've talked about on here. I took a long on Bitcoin when it was 45,000 and a 3S and I still have those coins. Yeah. Like they're still there and it wasn't worth me selling. It wasn't worth taking that big of a loss. Right. So 
I'm just playing it and it's going to be a learning lesson. It's either going to work out fine and eventually we're going to get back to 45. I'm very confident of that. And then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sell them and, and go from there and have that, have that money, at least, at least the break even, right. You know, even though it's been tied up all this time, if I had, if I had that cash right now, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd have my island in two oh, yeah. years. Right, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be living high on the hog right now. But uh, something funny about that, and I don't know how much you have heard, but what I'm most excited about right now, we, when we so we, we talked a little bit about the false top theory. Yeah. So that has played out. That's not a thing, which is fine. That was, it was just a theory. So now it's looking like we might not see bottom till November. I've heard, I've heard bottom that we've already seen bottom all the way till we might not see bottom to November. Right. But what I'm most excited about is there starting to be news articles about Bitcoin is dead and people are talking about Bitcoin being dead. So to me, that means we may have hit a bottom already. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, a new person that I've listened to and I didn't, um, you and I haven't talked about it a lot because I didn't want to give you another podcast to listen to. Okay. So kind of like how I don't really focus on BitBoy. I thought Mm -hmm. I would focus on this one and try to take lessons, but I haven't been doing a good job. Right. Okay. It's kind of hit or miss, but it's, um, I think it's crypto kid. Okay. Right. And he's really prolific, but, uh, I think it was this last weekend and it was made me feel really good about getting back in. Mm-hmm. because he um he was like okay so the bottom is going to be tomorrow <laughs> it was like Saturday. <laughs> he's like just so we're clear he goes and you know he's like not financial advice and you know this could happen this could happen this could happen but i'm telling you if you follow the history if you look at all these charts and he he had like 20 different charts he's like showing mm-hmm. and looking at and he's like, I told you last week, it's going to happen in a week. He goes, I told you three days ago, it's going to happen in three days. He goes, and I'm telling you that tomorrow is the day. So nice. he goes, that's going to be the bottom. And I was like, wow, that's for, for people who are in this business, that's a gutsy call because you can be fact-checked so easily and yep. ruin, ruin everything. So when they mm-hmm. say something like that, they're pretty doggone confident. Yeah. And so that was when I was like, okay, I'm scared of my shorts now. And so I had started with a short and I sold that short right away for 15%. And I'm like, I'm going to start looking at longs if I can, which is why like yesterday when you were like, okay, I think that short is done with, I was like, I'm too scared. And I just sold it because shorts are scaring me right now because he was talking and lifer's been talking about how we're getting closer to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how the recession is going to affect that, but I'm like, yes, I don't want to take a chance on a short. So I'm looking at what I've done since Friday. And I did two shorts right away, sold one of them, kept one, did a long, did another long, did a short. <laughs> and, nice. uh, you know, and then got rid of another one. So, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and by the <laughs> way, I still have one of those, the Solana short, and I still have Rev, which was not a long or a short. It was just straight up Rev. Yeah. But I made 15% on one of those. Um, on this one, I don't know what that is. 
12% and on that one, 15%. Mm -hmm. So, and my big thing that I'm starting to take away from this, and you talked about this earlier, is trying to go a little bit with my intuition. Now, when we talk about intuition, listeners, it's important for you to know that when I say trust my intuition, it's not um, the normal human intuition response. The reason I trust my intuitions is what my normal MO is for whatever I'm doing, whether it's coaching or real estate or gaming, whatever it is. I fill my head with as much knowledge as I can possibly put into my Mm. skull. (laughs) Like, and I just fill it in and pour it, pour it, pour it, pour it. And then my intuition is my subconscious processing all of that information. And so I try not to doubt that. I try to say, okay, it says the markets, the housing market's going to go down. And I'm like, okay, is that true? And I'm like, I don't care if it's true. Like if mm-hmm. I'm feeling it, that means all of that data that I put in my head is giving me those signs. And what the problem is, is people wait so they can explain it and talk it through. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of things like coaching, right? For instance, you get all that data and you just trust your judgment that is instantaneous. And I think a lot of that came from um, Malcolm Gladwell's book, Blink. You remember Blink? That is a great book. Great book. If you haven't had a chance to pick up Malcolm Gladwell, you you definitely should. But Blink is a great one talking about how it looks like magic to people, but it's really just years and years of experience. And mm-hmm. like we said, we're still learning. And so I don't trust it completely. But today was a great example. And I, I think I texted you this around 8 a.m. I'm looking at Bitcoin and Ethereum, wondering if I should do some longs. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's right around 8 or 830. And I'm like, man. I really think this is going to go up. I think it's going to go up. And I'm like, I can't find the pattern in the chart to really give me a definitive. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, I feel like it's going to go up. I feel like it's going to go up. And I'm like, well, I'll come back to it later. Now, I never came back to it. It's my little boy's birthday. So we were doing birthdays. But on the 50 min- 15 minute, there's a 1.83 candle a 0.26 candle, a 0.35 candle, a 0.39 candle, and a 0.38 candle. Not bad. Right? So if I had trusted my intuition and said, yeah, I'm just going to pull a 3L. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter that the charts aren't telling me what I'm, or I can't process it. Mm -hmm. I should just go with it and call it good. And, you know, on a long, like, you might be people who are listening, you may have heard me do all of those numbers and be like, well, that was only like three or 4%. Well, remember we're doing three L's. Mm-hmm. So a three or 4% would be nine to 12%. And you know what? That's I'm, I'm happy with making that in an hour. Yep. <laughs> That's the biggest lesson that I've learned multiple times. And I think that I'm there because I've been doing it where it's like, it's looking even like because we look at the stochastics a lot and when the stochastics is still moving, it tends to mean that everything is still moving. 
you know, up or down, whatever you're doing. But when I see that 10 or 12%, just take it, just sell. I mean, I could, there's things that you can do. You can move yes. your, you can move your sell or, you know, over this and that. But for me, if I have an open trade, I'm obsessing over it. And, and that's not what I want to have my life be. Yes. And I mean, I, I'm I, right there with you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking that 10%, I'm taking that 12% and I'm not being greedy. Like, okay, sweet. I'm, I'm super happy. So I didn't start until Sunday started just doing some scalps and things like that. So you started a couple of days before I did right. like getting back in. But I've only been playing with that original 200 and it's going mm-hmm. well, even, even with the ones tied up, I'm still doing good. And you're right on when you told me to about the Bitcoin, I'd been sitting there mowing the lawn, obsessing about that short. Cause like I said, I'm so worried about shorts right now. And so when you said that I looked at it and I even said to you, I don't see it. I don't see it, but I'm like, that gave me enough FUD that I sold it. And I still like, I was messaging you. Oh, it went up another 10 cents, mm-hmm. another 10 cents. But I kept saying to myself, I pulled out 15%. Mm-hmm. I need to just be happy with the 15% and the fact that I didn't have to worry anymore that day. Yeah. Right. If you're pulling out 10 to 15%, whatever you're investing yes. every day, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Right. Even if it's most days, you're still going to be fine. Yes. Well, that's what it. it's whatever you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable with 20 bucks or 50 bucks, then you're comfortable with that. Here's and you, the, you're paying your taxes and then you have the rest to reinvest. Here's the other thing I'm really enjoying about the tokens versus the futures. Mm-hmm. I really like the feel of the futures, but here's what has pushed me over the edge to, I still look at the futures, mm-hmm. but I'm not, pull, I'm not pulling the trigger. And here's why, you know what those trades cost me for those three S's and three L's? Nothing. The most expensive one was 16 cents. Yeah. Where the futures do cost a lot more. The futures I went to, I saw that KuCoin had given me $12 into my futures account. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go trade that $12. Like I'll take that. (laughs) Plus I'll take my $16 profit and I'll trade it. And I looked at him right before I said, go, I was like, wait a second what are the fees on this? And I went and researched the fees mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, when you make this, it's going to cost you 12 bucks to open and it's going to cost you 12 bucks to close. That happened to me. I thought I was, I thought I was going to pull out 20 bucks. I was like, and it yeah. was on $200. I was okay. And I ended up getting $4 <laughs> because of the fees. I was like, uh, okay. So that, what well, I thought was 10% was actually only, and here's what I decided here. Here's what my brain okay. decided for me. Futures aren't worth it. That's not the right way to say it. To get the best bang for your buck on those futures, you got to be going like a grand. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm sitting there looking at it going, okay, how confident am I in doing it with a grand? I'm more than confident doing it with two fifty. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, how confident am I with a grand? Like it hurt bad when I blew a grand on a li- liquidation, right? Yeah. Like I yes. kept reinvesting it over and over until I got liquidated and mm-hmm. it sucked. And I was like, that hurt just mentally that I could yeah. lose that bad. Yeah. And so I think until you're ready to say, 
all right, now I'm playing with the grand so that that fee is 1%. Mm -hmm. Right? So because you're making 10, 20, 30%, right? Yes. But if you're only doing 100 bucks, 20% is gone right off the top. So you've got to make mm -hmm. 30% to do anything. So I'm like, okay, I need to just chill my horses mm -hmm. until I've got more than a grand burning a hole in my pocket in my account. Mm -hmm. Then I can be like, all right, or some really, really good intel, right? Yeah. Where you're like super excited about something. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I know Bitcoin tomorrow is going to blow through the moon. Mm -hmm. Then I might take a hundred L, right? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Well, good. I mean, hopefully, and, and shoot us emails or messages if you're doing anything and what you've experienced. You know, it'd be great to, great to hear from, from listeners. And then also, have you bought any NFTs? This last week. You know what? I almost bought one today. You did. I came so close and finally I decided no. But uh, there was a nails on the floor for 0 0.0888. Oh, really? And you didn't? And I'm like, I'm like, nope, nope. I've already got a lot of nails. Yeah. So, yes. and I know Ruth is coming out soon. So I was just like, mm. I'm well, really, yeah. I'm already vested in that project a lot. Uh huh. Well, when I first found out about the Ruth, I did buy another one like that day. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that. Well, I did, and I can't remember. Well, see, I was thinking we would record this week. We both just got busy and and didn't record during right. the week. But um, and I guess I can look it up. But I did buy. I I just I had a I had a feeling like ETH was low, so I I bought some and and I had some. And I got another um, miner, non-fungible yep. miner. And I can't remember what day that was. But I do know I bought two more VFriend Series 2, and they were both 0.4. So I got two more of those. Nice. Which, 0.4 is a pretty good deal. Yeah. I mean, the floor right now, I think it's 0.7 or 0.69. But yeah, I'm not, yeah. I mean, not going to sell them right now. But yeah, I just I felt good. I, I felt good about that price where i was like okay you know what? i'm just gonna snag these and i did get shoot i can't remember i don't think i got the minor on looks rare but i know i got both of the both of the befriend series two on on looks rare so excited okay. you know to be able to use them and and to buy through through that website which i've you know more than supported that's even better that you got it through looks rare mm -hmm. i almost bought that um nails just to list it on looks rare like i Really okay close I was like, yeah, yeah just to have yeah. oh wait i bought what oh and then father's day i forgot so father's day was sunday yes i bought <laughs> eight more eight more vv oh yeah <laughs> on the vv app so <laughs> anyone who follows me personally you would have seen on my facebook that i posted i got one actually i'd had that one but uh for the Jurassic World, you could get a T Rex, and with oh, that, with no. the VV, with the VV app, with their AR, it's so cool. So I took a picture of the T Rex walking down the sidewalk. Yeah, I was drinking my coffee. But uh, yeah, my wife I was like, "What is he doing?" 
Yeah, there was, I mean, there's been, it's been back, I mean, with everything, everything's down. So you get get a lot of fudsters out there. So a lot of people are really crapping on VD and a lot of prices were really good. So I'm super excited to to snag some stuff, some stuff that I'd been looking at. I'm going to get uh, on that app. I haven't got on there yet. And the more you talk about, the more I think I need to. The prices... I mean, this was Sunday. Sunday, to me, the prices were in, insane. Like, I was just like, so are you awesome. kidding? Like, how could I pass this up? Plus, I mean, it helps that I have, you know, 18,000 tokens oh, on yeah. the app that I can't do anything with. <laughs> that does help. That does help. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, and I should have bought two of all those things. But, yeah, I mean, when, when you know, when things turn around, if I, if I, want though that money more than i want the that nft then i'll sell it none of those i was married to but even even like the todd mcfarland batman was down to like 2500 and i almost grabbed another one but i was i wasn't that confident because because they're supposed to be we're supposed to be able to cash out soon well that's so like until it crashes the market because you're cashing out yeah, that's probably why they're doing it slowly. So one of the things that Kilted and I have been looking at, and I want to show you what some of the issues is with looking at futures, mm-hmm. right? So one of the things we've been looking at is waves. So this is the 15 minute on waves. Um, waves has had a great day. So this is where mm-hmm. waves uh, pretty much started the day, right? So this was 3 a.m. right here. Yeah, and you can see it was 487, and now it's 667. So you know it's gone up um, a crap ton, right? And so, you know, one we kind of look at here and there, but I was like, "Ooh, it's looking good." Right around here is when I kind of really noticed it, and I'm so glad I didn't buy because look what happened, mm-hmm. right? And a cup uh, and handle. Yeah, it's so close to a cup and handle, which this would be the downer part. But here is. Mm-hmm. The problem with doing futures, you kept hearing us talk about candles and wicks. So this would be, let's see, if you look right here, mm-hmm. you see the red part's the candle and that little line is what we call a wick, right? And the one that's important for this conversation is this one right here. Can you see that little green, but you see that wick going down to the red mm-hmm. line? And so viewers sorry listeners but viewers what happens here is if you do a hundred x which is my favorite because it's the scariest um (laughs) kilted likes to do 16 x's not as scary but if you look at this bad boy you're like oh look it didn't change that much um if you look at this whole line that's a four percent drop yeah that's wild that's wild so if you're doing a hundred Xer, a 1% drop liquidates you, mm-hmm. right? If you're a 20 Xer, it takes a 5% drop to totally liquidate you. So if you were at your 16 X, you would have hit your stop loss for sure. And notice the market didn't stay there. The market just went fast down and right back up, which is why the oh. candle is where the market really was. Mm-hmm. But the wick the wicks are what kill you. And so you can look at this even over here, right? If somebody who had sold here would have been selling for 720 and they could have bought it at the, when it was down at what, 670? Yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's 50 cents a share. 
more than 10%. And if you were pulling a hundred X, that's a thousand X you 10 times your money. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so you're that's exactly. what makes futures enticing, but scary because those wicks can just happen out of the blue. Like it did right here. And it did right here. They're not all nice, pretty candles like this one. Right. So I am on my, um, these i am on my trading view right now yeah and i accidentally clicked something where like all my stuff goes away and i've done this before and it is the worst oh no <laughs> so you can't so, see anything yeah like my charts get all messed up and i don't know like how to get it back um, I have to fool around with this oh no it's so, so irritating sad. like you're like oh wait i didn't want to do that and then it's like you click things and then it gets worse and worse. So now I just have a blank screen. <laughs> I am going to go on a limb here and. Oh, here we go. Mildly disagree with Lifer. On that waves. So what did he say? That's a rising wedge. He said, yeah, rising wedge to the upside. That was a little bit ago. He says. I... I think Up it's to a pennant. eight, 8.5. I think it's a pennant. I think, I think, I think he's forcing it into a wedge. Okay. And the pennant's 50, 50. I don't remember what a pennant is. I'm just saying that's uh, it's, it's okay. So here's, here's my problem with what lifer is doing here. Right without even looking at his um you know i wouldn't even call it a pendant i would call it a triangle okay and yeah I, he and triangles are 50 50 he didn't name it so the picture that he drew the top line is slightly descending and the bottom line is definitely ascending yeah that yeah well here's my issue with him drawing it this way Mm -hmm. like he's drawing that but he's picking where he wants to start that line right mm -hmm. like it's all over the place in that area and so he's forcing it to be almost descending there and so again that looks a lot like an ascending triangle like it looks textbook ascending triangle to be honest so and, that's where the top is going up a little bit and the bottom is going up. No, an ascending triangle. Let me, um, I don't have my sheet. In yeah. Front of me. I'll show you a picture right here. Yeah. Cause from crypto, I'm from crypto lifer. So if you're like, where are they getting these names and stuff? Um, so the person I'm saying, if he had said that, what I'm saying, he did wrong, but he didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. He just drew it out. He just drew it. So I'll share my screen again for um, people who are viewing and for Kilted. So here is an ascending triangle. Okay. Right? It shoots up at the beginning, mm -hmm. which waves did. And then it starts finding its way in this pattern, mm -hmm. which is what it's doing right now, right? It's bouncing back and forth, bouncing yep. through that pattern. And I think in this case... So one of the things when you're trying to draw your pattern is some people say, draw the candles. Some people say, draw the wicks. Mm -hmm. And I think you've got to do 
and this is because I'm a science person, right? You do the best fit, <laughs> right? Okay. So you, you've got to take into account everything. So like for waves, when I'm drawing mine, and I, it looked like Lifer did this too, honestly, I'm taking into account that wick because that wick was probably the, the start from this candle. Yeah. Right, he jumped. Yeah, it looks like he, he placed his he placed his just before that wick. Yep. Right. You wouldn't want to put it down here. But you he, don't want to put it down here. He also drew it at the at the top of this at the not the first double top, but the second double top at the at the end of that cup and handle. That it was still going, it was still in that 15 minutes when he drew it. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yep. So he could have, he, it could have still been up. There might not have been a wick there. Right. But we definitely drew ours really, really similar. Mm -hmm. Yes. But the problem is, and this is why I think you were super smart is um, triangles go 50, 50. Okay. And so you were looking at this and saying that 15 minute isn't low enough right here. So for people who are yes. watching, this is one of the graphs we look at to decide what's good. And we don't like to buy if this is in the blue. It's not that we won't. It's just that we don't like to. Try not to. <laughs> we try not to. We want that to be down here in this area, right? Um, and that doesn't always work that way, right? Like this one worked that way. But this one, you sure as heck wanted to buy it. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah before and this one even if you bought it down here it didn't matter because it was well it did go back up mm -hmm. so a little bit still went up but so yeah we tend to like to do that um but so i think it is going to bounce again right i don't think mm -hmm. it's going to break its pattern i think it's got one more and it's either going to do one more out of the pattern or it's going to do one more out of the pattern like it can't stay in the pattern anymore yes so it's either going to drop right now or it'll give us another bounce that may or may not continue. Well, are you, is the, is that live right there? That's are live. live? Yes. Okay. Yep, I'm live. Yeah. As I say that 15 minute is coming down the stochastics RSI is coming down, yes. mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, but it does. It almost looks like a cup and handle now. It is really. that uh, when you shrink it down, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. So Which that'll be something to bounce. Okay. I'm going to keep an eye on. Yeah. Oh, right here. So it's up 42% this week. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's, a, it's had a good, good run here. Right. But it's down 78% over three months. Yeah. Here's where it was. <laughs> probably when I bought it, that's probably why it got liquidated. Mm -hmm. So anyway, people, that's a great way um, to get into our brains. What we're doing with trading. We started to trade a little bit more so far since we both started this weekend. We're both up, you know, a good chunk, but we're yeah. not doing huge money right now either. Mm -hmm. So we're taking it cautious and just kind of seeing how it'll play. So, yes. Oh, one more thing before we're Nora winding down. Yeah. So if you remember any of the listeners who are paying attention, um, I took that loan on Coinbase. Yeah, I was against, thinking about that just the other my day. Bitcoin. Yes. So there were a couple times where I got messages on my Coinbase account and emails that said, hey, you have to pay extra because 
your your loan to value is is off. I forget the words for, sure. but anyways, because you, you the the only loan you so much compared to your Bitcoin. And Bitcoin's yeah. been dropping, so I've been keeping an eye out. Like, okay, I you know I'm looking, and I and there's not a spot where I could find to just pay it. So I've been watching for that notification because Bitcoin's obviously dropping. So I'm like, I'm going to have to pay. I'll just pay. Right. All of a sudden I get an email that says they sold some of my Bitcoin to cover the loss. Oh, so I was super irritated. I've nothing I could do about it. I didn't get any warnings like, Hey, you need to pay this or pay that. So I paid that whole loan off. Yeah. And I learned a valuable lesson, especially if things are going down to not do something like that it is, I think, a big takeaway from there. And yeah. um, I mean, I just wanted to see how it was like, OK, you know, it was only like a thousand dollars or something. But right. But yeah, not really excited that, you know, and I agreed to it like, hey, if if it doesn't cover, but to not get any warning or anything like, hey, do this because I would have just done it. It right. just automatically sold. So. Yeah, I learned a. That's that's I, the power of this kind of currency, right? They don't need to play around. You've got the collateral right there, and, mm-hmm. which is good. Yep. And not good if you wanted to keep your Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Most people honestly would be happy. They'd be like, "Oh, cool." Like, you know. No, I want more Bitcoin. But you want more Bitcoin, right? <laughs> which I don't disagree with. I think. Um, not financial advice, people, but if you have a thousand bucks burning a hole in your pocket, buying Bitcoin, buying Ethereum at whatever price you can get it in the next week, you'll be really happy with that in a month. Yeah. Two months. So. Year, two years. Look further down the road. ETH is 1100 right now. I mean, right. 1122. You can That's almost great. get a whole ETH right now for mm-hmm. if you had a grand laying around. Yep. And, and which I can't do if we talked about it last week or we were just talking about it, but my use my Venmo card where instead of cash back, they give me ETH. Mm-hmm. And so it just happened. And ETH was under a thousand dollars when I got my thing. So it was like, I got 0.1 ETH. So pretty awesome for That's my, like ca- so for my awesome. cash back. Yeah. Someone else. Um, I was at a thing this weekend and a financial guy was like, he had the SoFi card. Is that right? Okay, that nice. Sense? And so he gets his in uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I love that. And I'm like, right now, you've got to love it. Because right? mm-hmm. your Ethereum's going up either way. Yeah. I mean, not, not your keys, not your coins. So I can't like take those coins and move them to an, somewhere else. But I'm, I'm fine with that. They're, I'm right. fine with them sitting there. I think Venmo is going to be around. And that's a chance I'm willing to take. Yeah, for sure. So how could you get those if you wanted them? I'd have to sell them. I'd have to sell them and then... Um, take the money? Yeah, take the money, blah, blah, blah. Okay. okay. Until, I mean, who knows? I mean, by the time I'm ready, they might be, I might be able to just transfer them to my, to my KuCoin or to my Coinbase or to my Treasure Wallet. Right, right. That would be awesome. That'd be super So. Cool. That's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm holding out for. I think that's coming and I'm not really that concerned about it. Nope. Nope. I think that's good. Well, hopefully listeners, we uh, provided you with some insight in how we've been looking at trading and different uh, things we've been eyeballing. And I'm, I know there's a recession coming up, but I'm feeling really good with uh, the crypto market. So I don't know. Janet Fallon Yellen said there's no recession. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the banks pay her a lot of money, so. Right. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, I, I was talking to my wife about it this weekend, that recessions are self-fulfilling prophecies. Yes. Because I was looking at this weekend, I was like sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I want to get some deck furniture. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just going to go out and buy something nice and get it and be done with it. And I'm like, and you know, while I'm at it, I'm going to grab a, a whole living room set. I'm like, cause I'm tired of the living room set. So I'm like, I'm just going to go do that. And then I'm like, wait, I'm going to be traveling out of country in a couple weeks. I'm like, and there's a recession. <laughs> so I'm like, if there's a recession, I can get it a lot cheaper in a month. Uh-huh. So I'm like, why would I go buy it now? which is exactly what causes a recession. Mm -hmm. So I'm like the recession talk gave me enough FUD to not go make all those purchases. I went to go buy a truck a week ago and I was like, you know what? Used cars are atrociously high right now. In two months when the recession hits, I know they'll be cheaper. So why go buy Mm -hmm. it? I can wait a week or a month or two. Yeah. So we're we're fueling that. I am not buying in. I bought, I went out. Uh, Pet Smart had a crazy deal on 75 gallon aquariums. <laughs> so I bought a new 75 with a stand. So oh, my, my discus are going in there. I'm so excited. <laughs> I thought you just always got them off of Facebook. I do, but it was such a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> it was shiny. It was, it was shiny. shiny. It was like less than half a E. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I've, I started looking at a few things that way recently. And I was like, and that's why I need to not buy anything. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I forget even what I was looking at. I'm like, yeah, it's like an ETH. What do I care? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Nope, nope. <laughs> like, I'm going to care in a few years. <laughs> in a few years, I'll care. So I don't want to spend that. If I have a thousand, if, I, if I'm going to go buy a truck for 12,000, I'd rather get 12 ETH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. All right, people, enjoy your night. This is Ballbuster signing off. Got the Dragon Jerry. Love you all.